0: These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best-selling author, and I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Being single during a time in your life when you wish you were part of a couple can be very difficult. You may feel extra lonely and frustrated on holidays because there are times when you think about being with someone you love. But few holidays can make you feel lousy about being a single more than Valentine's Day. Especially when some less sensitive friend asks you, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Today, I'm answering a question from someone anticipating feeling crummy on Valentine's Day. When you were little, you hoped for cute Valentine's cards from friends and perhaps admirers. Maybe your parents even got you a valentine or a flower to let you know how loved and special you are to them. Then, as an adolescent, you hoped and prayed that some peer would present you with something so you could feel attractive and maybe even imagine being really together and in love one day. By the time you are an adult, Valentine's Day has been built up and exaggerated as the day you snuggle and romance your someone special. So when you don't happen to have a special someone around, it can really shake your confidence. Am I attractive? Am I lovable? Will anyone ever want me? Am I destined to be alone forever? as if one day in your life could possibly reflect so much about you as a person and the rest of your life. Yet somehow, for many, the loneliness and fear of never finding someone can send you into a tailspin at this time of year. Unfortunately, a lot of women crawl into a shell as a means of dealing with feeling crummy. The more they isolate themselves, generally speaking, The worse they feel. So don't bury yourself in your work to the exclusion of all else. While it's great to love your work and be enthusiastic, it's not great to use it to step out of the social world. Also, don't rebound into an old and bad relationship. Sometimes, in order to avoid the painful feelings, women will frantically grasp the nearest available guy. Including the one they already broke up with because it wasn't a good relationship for them. This will only bring you further heartache and delay getting back out there to find a better match for you. Alternatively, the only thing lonelier than being alone is feeling alone with someone else. Having a holiday that seems like it's supposed to make you appreciate your intimacy with a partner when it doesn't can also feel bad. Are you already getting angry and depressed at the thought of another Valentine's Day that your partner either forgets or buys you a toaster for? Are you sick of pining for a really romantic holiday because your guy just doesn't get it? Really, you're not alone. Many women long for romance, but are with a man who loves her, but just doesn't have a clue when it comes to being romantic. Generally speaking, women's sexual fantasies tend to be filled with more romantic interludes than do men's. Women find a candlelit bubble bath or spontaneous picnic at dusk to be a great way to get in the mood sexually, as well as a way to express and share their love. This desire for romance often begins in girlhood, when the thought of Prince Charming rescuing his princess by sweeping her into his arms and riding away into the beautiful sunset is totally entrancing. Boys and later men's sexual fantasies tend to be a bit more outright sex without all those romantic frills. So it isn't that he doesn't love you every bit as much as you love him. It is really that it doesn't occur to him to plan romantic things because his expression of love might not include this kind of prelude. In addition, some men have a harder time expressing their deeper emotional feelings and fear feeling vulnerable if they do. So now that you know why, that's good, but this doesn't mean that you're stuck with it. Most women stuck in the situation, never say anything to their guy. They think it won't help anyway. They are afraid, too, of expressing their desire for romance and being rejected in some way or maybe embarrassed by it. They think it's only romantic if it's a surprise or if it came totally from him. They think if I have to ask, then it's not very romantic. All of these excuses prevent women from improving the situation, and they leave men digging themselves a deeper and deeper hole, unfairly. Romance, like most things, can be taught. We all learn things by someone telling us how it works, why it works, showing us how they do it, and then offering positive reinforcement Doing it ourselves. So, with that, let's get to our listener's question and see how can I help? Dear Dr. Saltz, I would really like to be in a serious relationship, but I have just not found that right person yet. This bothers me on many days, but with Valentine's Day coming up, I am especially reminded that it will be yet another Valentine's Day without a special person in my life. And this really makes me sad. Last year, I felt like crying my way through Valentine's Day. Between the pandemic and it being even more difficult to date, I really felt upset. I don't want to feel as down this year if I can avoid it. What can I feel to not feel as miserable? Understanding which aspect of not being coupled up made you miserable would be a first step to dealing with it. Was it that you felt genuinely lonely? Or was it more that you felt failed in some ideal of what you think your relationship status should be? Or perhaps it was feeling that there is a developmental milestone you haven't reached and you feel scared about if and when you will. It could be something altogether different. The point is addressing with yourself the why, which can help you get to being constructive about it. Loneliness is, for example, best handled by growing the intimacy of any relationships, romantic or not, that you already have. Being able to connect more deeply and truly share your feelings with a friend or family member and here are theirs, is more of an antidote to lonely feelings than finding a date. Investing in that before the holiday can actually help with those feelings on the holiday. How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz will be back after this short break. To return to my listener's question, examining why you need a partner in the first place and what list of priorities you've been using to decide who to date and why may help you come to a better understanding of what at this juncture really matters to you the most. Is it, and should it be, how the outside world views you in your estimation? Or is it how you really feel inside? and what you actually crave, personally. Obviously, I'm voting for the latter. But often enough, I see people so consumed with what they think other people think of them that it deeply limits who they will date and get involved with. Think about this. And changing your scope. For example, many people are afraid to even set up a first date for Valentine's Day because they think it will look too desperate. But my question is, too desperate to who? Setting out to date someone who you've established beforehand also really wants to find someone is often a good first date. There is effort there, and then there is less game playing. Alternatively, taking the emphasis off of romantic love for the holiday of love And going with love, any kind of love, can help that day. So arranging to spend the evening with one or more people that you love and celebrate that love with them. It doesn't have to be romantic. Also, give some thought to self-love. What do you love about yourself? How can you show yourself some love on this day? Get yourself some flowers, a special something. Have a nice bubble bath. Read a book you've been wanting to read. Treat yourself specially this day because the most important love is really the love of ourselves. It's hard to be in a loving relationship if you don't first and foremost love yourself. So having an evening to remind yourself that you do and why isn't an evening well spent. The point of the recognition of love is to value the emotion in any way that you are experiencing it and sharing it. I hope that was helpful. Valentine's Day can be fun for singles if you have the right attitude. So get with your girlfriends. Girlfriends love you too. Go out to lunch or dinner with a group of great friends and buy each other little treats, some chocolates, a few flowers. It feels great to know your friends really care and getting candy or flowers from anyone who thought to do it is fun. Treat yourself. It's always nice to get flowers or get a little gift, but who says it has to come from someone else? Who knows better than you what you like? Save up a little and get yourself something that makes you feel special or pretty and indulged. Knowing that you can meet your own needs and don't have to depend on someone else is actually a great feeling all year long. Institute a bring your guy friend party. Have a party and ask every girlfriend to bring one guy to whom she isn't attached and isn't interested. This keeps a good ratio and an interesting crowd. Valentine's Day can be a great day to start a budding romance. So make it fun by decorating and even consider a game or two to break the ice. Some women never grow up and still need to competitively show off to make themselves feel like they're better than you, which is really, if you think about it, a reflection of their own terrible insecurity. It's not pleasant, nonetheless, when you are the recipient. So those questions, who is taking you out for Valentine's Day? Let me tell you about my romantic evening, even when you're feeling single and not so comfortable. And yet, strangling her is certainly against the law. So what do you do? Truthfully, if you feel okay about being single, then it probably won't bother you very much. And you can answer briefly so as not to encourage further discussion. But if you are very unhappy, humor is a great way to both deflect the attack and yet diffuse the tensions. So something like, well, so many men, so little time, I haven't decided yet, or I can't discuss my night in mixed company, or even I'm saving myself for Brad Pitt. The point is you aren't taking their bait. Celebrate your independence. Before you can really feel great in any relationship, you really have to be able to feel great on your own. Being with someone because you are terrified of being on your own is truly a lousy reason. Showing yourself that you can enjoy your own company can be very capable and enjoy life on your own will create a confidence that allows you to choose a healthy relationship later rather than rushing into a desperate need to have someone else make you happy. But what if you have a partner for Valentine's Day? But you fear being very disappointed. Here are a few suggestions. Ahead of time, spell it out. He isn't a mind reader, and so he may not even know what your idea of romantic is. If you just say, do something romantic, he won't know what you would like, and so, feeling insecure, he might not do anything. You could wind up with beer and pretzels in front of a game. So tell him, It would be really romantic, and I would love it if we could have strawberries and champagne by candlelight in some pretty new robe that you get me, if that's what really would float your boat. When it comes to presents, it is still very reasonable to tell him what you want. Like, I think a bracelet would be so romantic, or I just love turquoise stones, don't you? If you can't bear to do it, though, try a little note on his pillow saying, I really love surprises, but I'm kind of hoping for some earrings. If you trust a girlfriend to do it, well, ask her to call him and tell him you've been pining for something and it would be a great gift for you. Don't ask for things that are tough for him because they cost too much or are hard to size. You're setting him up for failure. Don't bring the kids into it because they will feel very responsible for your romantic happiness and that is simply not a good place to be. Think about being a role model. By that I mean, be romantic yourself all year long if you want him to be too. Little romantic gestures go a long way. Touch his face tenderly. Spontaneously hug and kiss him while you're out. Give him a massage when he didn't ask. Put little love notes in his briefcase. Even reminiscing about wonderful times you've had together is romantic. Enjoying it from you will help him reply in kind. You are showing him what you want too. Think about being revealing. When you are revealing about yourself, it creates instant intimacy. One thing that is difficult about romance is that it reveals your desire for it. So try telling him something intimate about yourself and your feelings and ask him then to tell you something. This will make you feel more intimate and decrease his fears of romance. It could be a sexual fantasy, something you like in bed, just something that scares you or you've always dreamt of doing. Also, dancing is a great way to be romantic and intimate at the same time. And lastly, think about positive reinforcement. He wants to love you and feel close to you. He just needs to see that romancing you will further his goals. So after you tell him what to do, give him a lot of feedback for it. Tell him how much you liked it, what a turn-on it was, how much you appreciate him doing it, and how you really hope he does it again soon. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? With me, Dr. Gail Saltz.